This is Eddie checking in. This is Gage checking in, and this is Two Boys Podcast, now with microphones. The sweet, sweet, luscious sound of microphones. This is so fucking hype. What's hype, my beast? Uh, yeah, what is what is very nice. Shout out to Frugal Aesthetics, hopefully, YouTuber. Hopefully you guys can tell the, the difference in quality immediately uh, on the video video podcast found on YouTube, our channel, Two Boys Podcast, spelled B-O-I-S, Boys Podcast. <clears throat> Hopefully you can uh, you can appreciate the production value that is now just, well, we're just swimming in cash, I know, obviously, right? <laughs> um, from our <clears throat> unfunded podcast, but that's what we'll talk about today. Um, top of the show, always talk about social media, where you can find us, uh, our Twitter and Instagram are both at Two Boys Podcast, where we'll be posting behind the scenes clips, anything. If you've noticed the the clips that I've been editing together, little pride projects of my own. I think I'm uh, making little cute sizzler reels, little sizzlers, little sizzlers. snippets, um, some minis. What else? Uh, we have the Facebook group, of course, where you can leave uh, feedback, where you can leave. Comments, suggestions, questions, topics, questions for sure. Aspirations, uh, dreams. Yep, prayers, uh, <laughs> curses. Thoughts. Yeah, whatever. Thoughts and prayers. Uh, leave them all there on our Facebook group. Also, Two Boys Podcast, the possessive, of course, podcast. Yes. Um, I. How do you want to start this, buddy boy? We've got our right, topics you, you here. Can, you can shut off. Uh, let's lead right into it. Now, speaking of microphones and the very obvious uh, increase in production value that we have going on here with our multicolored cables, um, sorry for all those tech geeks in the beginning. I know there's poor cable management. I forgot my cable ties at home. It'll be remedied in the next episode, I promise. Um, but what we were talking about before the pod is investing in your dreams investing in the newest thing that you want to do because uh, dream sounds a little fucking hoity-toity but you know this was a this was a move that we didn't make in the first episode we didn't start off saying like this is gonna be our podcast we're gonna need mics let's get mics you know we didn't we i already had the recorder uh that i had when i was making movies and i had a different mic that wasn't really podcast worthy uh but we got hyped on the last episode we, you know, we, we really opened did. up Amazon, scrolling through broadcast mic kits. We found some that are pretty good, and hopefully they're high enough quality where you're appreciating it in the episode. Um, but we made the decision that we are going to buy these mics. Eddie and I split the mics. You know, we each bought our own, and then I bought the cables because you always never... Sorry, let me phrase that. Never go cheap on your cables. Very important. Anyways, uh, yeah, you... It, it's fun. It's it's definitely where we wanted it to be going. We want to be able to be heard a lot more clearly instead of all the background noises washing into our yeah. into us talking. Um, so now we have the mics. We look cooler because we got fucking mics. I don't even want to touch it because I feel like it's gonna be too loud. But we have mic stands now. We still have the camera, you know, single camera. So, you know, we're leaving room for improvement. You know, we also don't want to blow our fucking whole load on just one episode. I know, right? <laughs> let's 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 tease this out a little bit. Let's show the progress. Right. Yeah, we, this is supposed to be documenting you, you our careers. Spend, you spend a little bit of capital to get more capital. Exactly. Got to spend money to make money. But, um, yeah, I mean, I remember when I first bought my first camera for making movies I still have it it's a T6i at the time it cost like 800 something bucks for that and a road mic that I subsequently broke um, and a tripod and some other stuff but that was to make movies that was part of my dream I still have it and it's still kind of a dream but we can also talk about that later on too but Eddie you talk about uh, what do you have about investing because I know you you know with your tools and your furniture investing um I mean, just like we said earlier, to in order to make money, you got to spend money. And so that's how it was when I first wanted to start fixing up furniture. And I, I can only do it, like, at my second job. But then with those with those funds that I would get for my second job, I actually have a, I had a more disposable income where instead of it going straight to my bills like a little bit actually got to stay in my pocket so with that i was able to actually invest in 
like my set of equipment that I use now to, you know, strip and reupholster furniture. And, um, you know, I haven't sold any furniture yet or I haven't finished anything, but it is definitely like catapulted me into, you know, you know, quickening my pace on actually like getting the things that I want to do get done. Wow. That was like really out of order, but I mean, from that, I think the biggest investment was the sewing machine that I got, which primarily was going to be used to um, stitch fabrics together if I like wanted to make certain stitching details or patterns um, in the fabrics for furniture. But I ended up mainly actually using it for for clothes that I had in uh, in my closet that I didn't that weren't fitting me or that were like ripped and I wanted to repair them or if I had a pair of jeans that didn't fit right I was like able to hem and uh, taper them to like my liking so there was definitely versatility that like came into the investment which I was also thinking about the other day you know when people are starting their own business you know they and they go in for this one thing they end up turning into a different like turning into a different road and like creating a new route for themselves Mm. because they already accomplished like their goal or their dream of you know starting their own business getting into this market and now they want to go into a different market so like for me and i and i still want to like of course do furniture because that's like my primary goal but like there's all these other things that i know i can start doing because like you know the equipment that i have is versatile and more has a wider reach of you know of skills that i can start applying so instead of just you know learning how to stitch furniture together i can also learn how to tailor because you know that those equipments kind of like you know um if you look look at it have a venn diagram they overlap each other yeah yeah i mean i think it also touches into our main theme i also want to talk or main concern too because um I've been excited about thrifting lately, um, but with that, I've been kind of concerned. I brought this up to Eddie before the podcast. Like, the whole point of this podcast that we started, you know, to be honest, was a, just to document our progress in life and our careers. And I've always flouted myself as a as a movie maker, as a filmmaker, writer. But I haven't. I mean, I sat down to write something and then I got frustrated because I didn't like and I talked about this too a couple episodes ago I think episode nine where I was talking about consistency and getting that full-time job and you know what what I'm getting that full-time job for is to give myself more time to to write and to work towards that but now like I haven't thought about writing in a bit and I was thinking about like flipping like ooh, if I just go to like if I go to you know I'm not gonna blow up our spot but if I go to a store and buy something maybe I can you know flip that and so I'm getting really excited with flipping and thrifting and doing this making my own store you know I made a second Instagram garbage man gauge uh, underscore between each word uh, on Instagram check it out for uh, any postings any later uh, postings that might be coming up but I, I don't know it's like a crisis of interest because I should be happy that I'm excited about something but it makes me feel like, like, I guess for context too, maybe why this is coming to mind right now is I came home to find my diploma in the mail, you know, my degree picture here. I, I received my degree from BU for film and television and it made me realize like, okay, I just spent, you know, three and a half years at an institution to learn how to make movies to better my education about making movies and is that what I'm going to be pursuing now you know and I maybe I'm overthinking it I'm very neurotic in that way but I'm getting so much more instant gratification from from uh, from flipping from shopping and I'm going to get into uh, another story about that and like a really exciting moment I had today Um, but I don't know, maybe it's just because it's what's going on right now and I'm not spending as much time in writing or, or making movies. I'm, I'm spending my extra time between work going to Goodwill, going to other stores and flipping stuff. 
so it's just it's just interesting because yeah. writing's not the first thing on my mind. I'm, I don't know. I'm, I'm kind of getting concerned, but maybe it's just part of like what Gary Vee talks about auditing your time. Yeah. You know, maybe it takes me making a master plan like you did to really hammer out what I want to be doing. Um, because I guess I won't. I can always live in the ether of like, I'm a writer, but I don't have anything made. Um, so giving myself time to make something and spend time towards that craft to see if that's what I want to be doing. Um, I, I don't know. I'm kind of just a stream of consciousness right now because it, it's just a weird crisis. It's it's a weird. It's almost like and I don't like to throw this word around lightly, but like a privileged crisis because oh, yeah. it's like I have so many options. What am I gonna do with Whoa. myself? Um, but I don't know. Can you can you pick one thing to do? Because you had the contrary. I think you took you took up the the defense of being able to do multiple things. Well, yeah, um, because yeah, I was saying the other way. Um, like me and Gage, we we share a lot of commonalities, even in our work, kind of our work life balance. You know, we both have two jobs, and then you know we both flip on the side as side hustles, side side hustles, because we have our main job our second job and then our side hustle and then whatever free time is left can be either split up between you know friends family significant others or it could be you know our hobbies which is flipping or what we're really trying to aspire to for me it would be furniture design and upholstery oh shit fuck okay we're gonna keep rolling god did it, did it just die on us? No, it ran out of space, I think. Oh, damn. Keep talking. I'm going to figure this shit out. <laughs> Fuck. This video so, might cut in. Oh, uh, yeah. Oh, SD card full my ass. I forgot to format it. Dun, dun, Fuck me. dun. All right. As Gage is uh, fixing up. For those up. who are just listening and aren't seeing the podcast, I forgot to format my card on my, S- on my, mm-hmm. uh, my GoPro. It's Cardinal Sin. So... I ran out of space, and I'm going to delete some video right now. Ah, damn, I'm so sorry, guys. Oh, man. I guess I can... Uh, it's helpful because I'm actually not wearing my work shirt today. So I'm actually a standout person. Fuck. Okay, well, continue on what you're saying. I'm sorry to interrupt. Well, that makes sense when you're recording 15-minute things at a time. Fuck me. All right. Yes, delete. Okay. I'm sorry, guys. Gage is being a dingus. Alrighty, let's hit record again. And put this back up here. For those, I'm gonna do a clap and let this back in. Okay. Okay, so for those watching the video, yeah. yeah. Sorry for the jump. For those who are listening, you know uh, that I fucked up. Or I'll just edit this all out and you won't see me get mad. Yeah, so, uh, uh, unless, people, <laughs> unless people uh, just listen to to the podcast and not watch it yeah so i'm sorry that totally no. derailed just imagine if that was a an ad spot how much that would have derailed oh I wow yeah. you're right you're right yeah so okay to return what we were talking about was balancing multiple things in our lives yeah so like i just want to try to get into the right train of thought but okay for us we we have our main job yes and then secondary second job yes our side hustle flipping and then whatever time that we have left, because we're working 40-hour jobs, mm-hmm. plus another 20 to 30 with our second and side hustle, yeah. so doesn't really leave us a lot of time to do other things. But that's when you really have to get down to the nitty-gritty and really understand what your values are and like what you really want off from your time. And if you want to do more flipping, it's going to take a lot more time. You know, I'm getting to a point right now where I'm stocking so much on inventory that I'm like falling behind on my listings because it's just so much. It's just so many. Isn't that such a weird feeling? It used to be that you buy something and you're like, Oh, go home and you rush home and you take pictures of it. Now you buy something. You're like, I guess I'll go get dinner and you leave something in your goodwill bag and you just kind of let it sit in your room. Like you're checking your Excel spreadsheet of what things that you posted. You're like, Oh wait, where's my receipt for that one? I forgot to... Oh, oh well. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I guess we have to make... Okay. Sorry, I didn't mean to derail your... No, it's fine. But, yeah, I think that's... Because now flipping is actually starting to take a bigger chunk of my time. Yeah. To where it's cutting, cutting in a little bit to my upholstery and my other stuff. And is it such a bad thing? I don't... 
for me, luckily, no, because I have my second job that already relates to upholstery. Yeah. So I always have that, like, around, regardless whether I like it or not. It's always going to be there. But if, say, if me and you kept scaling up what we're doing right now in terms Mm of flipping and thrifting, then that could potentially become a bigger and better you know entrepreneurial if i even said that correctly but like that can start our own business you know do you ever see us going into business together i could see that yeah hold on mark your calendars folks february 16th 2019 is the first time gage broached the topic of eddie and gage going into business together for flipping because i kind of see what we're going with our own selves Mm mm-hmm we might talk about the soft podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Business talk. That, that'll be for the podcast. That'll mm-hmm. be for the Patreon paywall pack podcast. Just it kidding. will. Yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. Patreon. <laughs> Fuck Patreon. I know. I know. I'm, I'm taking a hard stance around. Fuck Patreon. We'll never have a Patreon. Damn. Anyways. No sponsors. No Patreons. Well, we'll have sponsors. <laughs> yeah. Me on these hit me up. But, <laughs> but no, fuck Patreon. Um, anyways. Yeah, so as scale, I guess the scaling part is kind of what I was kind of wrestling with too yeah. because if you want it to be successful you know you can't always find those gems that'll like launch your in uh, your bank account for the month yeah definitely to supplement and also I'm, I'm looking for more consistency now mm-hmm. with my eBay because when you first start right you you might get one you it might roll like really quickly mm-hmm. like all the stuff you might happen to buy all might just get bought up and like you know that's in that like small time frame that you were hoping yeah. i keep smacking the fucking cable yeah, um, please be good. again cable management i'm very sorry but <laughs> next time we will i will manage the cable a lot better uh but yeah but now i'm trying to build up that inventory so i can have a more consistent um role of buyers you know purchasing my items Mm -hmm. so i'll have a steady flow of cash versus a sporadic flow of cash Mm -hmm. so some weeks i'll be high some weeks i'll be low you know still having a a flow you'll still have those variances but the the idea is to have the flow there Mm -hmm. um and so yeah like because of that you know flipping is actually tight you know starting to take a little bit more of my time and that's because i'm trying to play catch up with myself in in terms of scaling to to throw myself into position now where it becomes more sustainable so i can have a bigger cash flow so i can start buying more stuff so and it's it's like when you say it out loud like that now you're you're kind of seeing that you know if you're, the more serious you get, the bigger the the scope gets for yourself, mm. and the bigger the scope gets, it's like the faster you want to get to that you know achievement. And, yeah. And, and th- this is the weird thing about flipping too, which I started to notice, is it's so ambiguous in terms of like where does it fall in terms of the business because you can do it as a hobby. Yeah. But what would you, you call ma- yourself? Sorry, sorry, I, I totally no, 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 no. You, you can do it as a business, skills. but if you don't make enough money, then technically you don't get taxed for it. <laughs> but if you make over, you know, X amount of money, then you have to start paying taxes. That's that's why you know I'm keeping track of an Excel sheet because I feel I have a feeling, and I you know I just want to cover my own bases, and I like numbers, and I like to see where I'm going with things. Agreed, agreed. But like I know for a fact that if I keep myself on this track with this amount of upscaling that I'm trying to bring forth for myself, then I'm definitely going to like catch myself in like the tax zone. Mm. And I don't want to be, I don't want the IRS on my back. Yeah. Especially as we're documenting, <laughs> documenting <laughs> yeah. our, our, uh, yeah. Our You'll see us in a uh, federal court guys. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And the next time I'm in front of a mic, it's my fucking, uh, uh, being deposed. <laughs> Gage is de- Gage and Eddie's depositions. Yeah. Especially when you were trying to, gain notoriety on this we don't want to also be fucked because we want to be famous not infamous yeah we don't want to be like uh twitch twitch thoughts and get like oh my god (laughs) that's that's just me using the colloquialism of the time i'm i don't believe Uh, never mind who fucking cares yeah if you if you don't like it just tell us on the podcast (laughs) but um yeah so i think i just realized why i just realized what i want like, while you were saying that, the dream, you know how you have your dream master plan? My dream is to flip for film. 
like, I just realized, like, what I'm doing. It's like, well, if I get this full-time job, how much time will I have left for flipping and also writing? And But the only two things that I keep coming back to in my mind is writing and flipping. And if my entire career is flipping, then I'll have time for... Like, if, if flipping is my full-time job, J-O-B, yeah. then I'll have time for my career, which is writing yeah the things that definitely right now are not making money because there's one thing in my life that's making money how much money is up to how much time i pay attention to fees and postage and packaging and saving money here and saving money there and making money here and making money there i like putting my mental energy into flipping things it's fun it's a game to me you know the fines of the weeks the 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 competition that eddie and i have back and forth and I genuinely do seeing us two heads together being able to, like, really fucking bring the house down on some, on some like, ne- on some next-level shit. Like, if we actually were working together and we spread our time between the two of us and we, like, I don't know, like, that's, of course, an off-podcast discussion. This, this is just a stream of consciousness, consciousness. But what I just realized now is I want to flip things to fund my life, just, like, groceries eating all that stuff it's so fun too because you you have your main sources of income right and you know exactly if you budget and you know where that money is going then okay that money is spent and then that's fine Mm -hmm. but then you have your you have this extra source of income yeah that now you can use to do kind of really whatever you want with it yeah which i i fucking love yeah because it's so it feels so good to look at my paypal you know it it I, I'm pinching pennies mm. essentially right now yeah. because like I have all these you know, expenses that I have to get met. Again, student loans is the big chunk of that, but knowing that um, I have these extra source of funds that I have, you know, I have options with it. I could yeah. use it to pay my loans. I could use it for myself. You know, I can use it to you know get myself out of a hole just in case like some shit like hits the fan it is nice you know it gives you breathing room to to explore more options but also feel a a lot more secure and even though right now again you know me and gage we're we're still in in a very preliminary and very small kind of um I mean, we're still yellow stripes, baby. Yeah, yeah I know. Right? Once we get that blue star, then we'll start, you know, doing dick measuring the, the, contests. Yeah, I know. We're right? still it, at yellow star. Just start getting real over there. That's very in baseball for all eBay sellers out there. Yeah. So I'm not going to explain it. Just if you know, then you know. So it just, uh, I'm like stumbling over my words because, like, I feel, I, I feel like really alleviated knowing that, like, mm. this extra source of income is liberating that has no correlation whatsoever to my actual work to, yeah. and like budget and it just it, it, it feels liberating and you get satisfaction from it too oh hell yeah like, like yeah that's Eddie my and money I, if you were to look at Eddie and I's texts you'd be like these people run a flipping business I think that's where we start to see it reveal itself to us cause we're you know along the Gary V way where he's just like pick something move towards that thing and over index on that like, I think if you were to just look at what naturally has come out of our conversation, now pretty much all we talk about is what we flipped for how much, how quickly. You know, we get excited. I got excited. I bought a replica U.S. Navy uh, flight jacket from a business that went out of business in the 80s, and I flipped it for, like, you know, more than three times what I bought it for. I'm like, five times what I bought it for. And I flipped it within three days. Yep. And that is fucking so awesome. And I got excited about that. What I haven't got excited about is how, you know, fucking many lattes I can make at a certain <laughs> coffee shop. I know, right? And it's kind of that, and I know it's not that yet, but it's kind of that fuck you money. Which, fuck you money is like when you're a celebrity and you can say no to a bunch of stuff. But hearing about my favorite people, my favorite comedians and stuff, saying no to certain jobs makes me feel good about like the future is when you can move towards financial liberty financial freedom um and it feels so good because you you almost feel like you have a secret that no one else knows like when you talk to other people and you hear them about complaining about bills and loans in the back of your head you're thinking about oh yeah so if i just do one more trip to a good one then i find some stuff there and then i look through the clothing then yeah i know right and you all you really think about is how many racks of clothing you're gonna have to go through to pay off 
rent for the month. You, you know what's interesting now? Every time I go out and thrift, I always have... So I'll spend... I, I usually, on average, spend about $30 every time I go out and buy more stuff. Mm-hmm. And I got into the knack now of finding one item that will compensate for the whole investment. Yeah, man. So, like... Doesn't my, that feel my so Ralph, great? Yeah. Um... The Sorel boots that I got, yeah, bought those for eight, sold it for forty-five. That day that I bought all mm-hmm. all that stuff with um, at the thrift store I was at, I only spent twenty-five dollars. That's so kind I of the made, game, man. Yeah, I already made back the investment I made Don't on, the, on that, that one day. That mental math, even yeah. just before you get home, you think about like once you get that offer and you you finalize a sale on one item, you think back to that day, and you're like, that just covered. That's like if you invited a bunch of friends to dinner and then all of them gave you a bunch of money. Like, okay, that's covered dinner. Plus, like, I have that was a terrible analogy. Yeah. What I meant to say is, it become it just the mental math of that makes you realize how scalable what we're doing is when we're doing it mm-hmm. at the attention that we're giving it. Because mm-hmm. you look at your receipts and you're like, oh, I didn't eat. Like, it's as if I never even spent money that day. Yeah, because all exactly. I did was made money. Because like, then oh, if you make back now. if you make all of your money back on one item, then everything else is free real estate it's, it's just profit it's kosher dude it's yeah. straight profit especially when you consider the fees and everything rolled into that like yeah it's covered more than what you spent then you're like okay then i don't have to worry you can sit back and let everything do itself yep. once you take the right pictures once you make the right description it's kind of on autopilot at that point that's kind of the least fun part of it to be honest like mm-hmm. once the listings are just sitting there the sale is obviously the most riveting part but then that relaxation of I'm good, I'm settled. Whatever yeah. money I make now is just all up and up. Yeah. And that just dictates how much scale you can put into this thing. Because at first we were making, you know, the margins. If you just looked at the numbers, maybe if you made a sale that equaled like a hundred and something bucks, you know, like a buck twenty for the month, you're like excited. You're like that's another hundred dollars for the month. Yeah. Now we're talking about in the hundreds of stuff for the month and like what that's going to yield and soon once for me I think of it in in terms of life expenses you got rent you got your toiletries you know I just fucking bought toilet paper off Amazon today I can't wait for me to flip something and think that's toilet paper for the the month I don't have to worry about that you know so once I can pay you know I'm just going to say this now I guess because we're here to document our life I'm going to keep scaling until I can pay my rent and everything student loan payments for the month like I'm gonna be like a couple thousand a month. <laughs> a couple Once thousand. I have that, I if I can hit that, and I can hit it a couple months in a row, like boom, 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 boom. I think I might just quit both fucking jobs and not look for anything else. Dude, that that's definitely that's definitely doable. That's my um, dream exit plan, and that's more of like a, a when I know I know than a have to like. Yeah. Because yours. I respect the shit out of your list, man. Like having every step along the way of like where to go. You definitely have the trajectory. Mine's a lot more guesswork. Yeah. But once I'm there, I'm fucking gone. I'm gone. And that's what the do you fuck. Even make that's what I mean by dead. fuck you, money man. When I can go to Goodwill and feel like RoboCop, just scanning everything, just be like seven ninety nine, seven ninety nine, six ninety nine, five hundred, and do the math in my head. Also, my calculator watch Casio. Peep it. Sixty bucks on Amazon. Oh yeah, I got a Casio watch too. Look at that. Casio Flex Casio Brothers. Um. Once I can do that, then I'm fucking golden. That relaxation, I just, I slept in today, not having work to go to, and I realized I want to feel like that forever. Because I feel like I, it's my day. I can do with it what I want. And, and what did I do with my day? I went out and I fucking bought stuff to thrift. Yeah. Sorry, I dropped my phone. <laughs> and thrifting is so much fun, man. It's de- genuine. Dude, today when I, I went out to go send some stuff out to the USPS store, yeah. I wasn't even planning on thrifting. Like, I But know. then... Then the train, the funny thing, one of the lines it? was down the where my normal USPS yeah, store was. Yeah. That one I couldn't get to because the the branch line that was going through was down. So I took the other train, and then that USPS store is right next to a thrift store that I know of. Yep. So I was like, you know, I'm, I'm in the neighborhood. Why not? Like, I'm gonna do. It. And then I found I found this Nautica jacket today. Find it the week. Yeah, we yeah. might as well get into it now. While while we're here, we'll dip back into our our rant. But find of the week, Eddie, take it away with your find of the week. Yeah. So today, um, and I got I th- th- shout outs to the ladies who were working there because I was just about to leave, and then I noticed all the coats outside it so it's this uh thrift store done outside or inside of a church 
Um, and like what I like about it is they're super low key and not a lot of people know about mm. it and they get mad stuff. So you'll never tell Like anybody. a lot of stuff. Yeah, no. And, they, and their hours are so niche. Like I can't even get into it right so now niche. with you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but they're, they're, they have a very small window yeah. of like when they're open and <clears throat> they just get some really good stuff in. But yeah, you so, almost sound like you're the segment from, uh, uh, what's it called? The Weekend Update with Stefan. <laughs> the hottest thrift club is in a church. It's run by only giant women and they sell only only jackets upside down and in reverse it is called the um, churchy thrift but yeah but like if you want to hold on to the yeah, other yeah, side so. real fast so yeah i found this uh nautica parka, vintage nautica parka. so for those just listening on audio eddie and i are holding uh, a pretty big parka spanning it the, it's a, it's the frame it's an extra large but like yeah. I, I like baggy clothes especially like clothes like this i think it's always nice to wear a baggy yes um in the back Flip it for that nautica flex my guy yeah that's great yeah, that's like, cool. But this, I mean, this is a great find. I was super happy about it. Um, yeah, it, it's just like finds like that too. Also, Are you gonna skip over my find of the week, you son of a bitch. Wait, hold on. You know, I can go in a little bit more. <laughs> you know, before you go into yours, but like this, this is you know, okay, to get to okay. get into the hype of it. Okay, what's hype, Sorry. my beast? Didn't mean to, didn't mean to bite. <laughs> okay, go on. Um, but. It's it's things like that now too. You know when when I'm looking through a store or through a rack at a store, you're like it's like sharper fucking image. You know you can zoom in, like okay. it's like wait a minute I know that colorway. Mm-hmm. Like that's from that's from <laughs> polo. Like yeah. and, like you pick it out, and then and you just know. And it, you know. it, it makes it makes thrifting a lot easier, but like a lot more fun mm-hmm. because now you you can just like see it from like across the fucking room do you feel more confident now too exactly just, no, just like, like and pick it out imagine like the first time just put yourself in the mind space of when you first stepped into a thrift shop with the intention of of flipping how confident you felt you know you probably felt like you really couldn't do anything yeah now i don't give a fuck i'm shameless i learned the bad guy's name manuel at a, a certain place we go to because yeah. you have to check your bag when you get up there yeah so like I'll, ha- I'll squeeze in 45 minutes between jobs and sometimes I like I don't come up with anything I'm like oh ran out of time gotta take the tea back to work and I'm like sorry Manuel didn't get anything today but you know starting to know the people's names and you know start to get in with them but like now I have like it almost looks like fucking kung fu like if you were to remove the clothing rack it looked like I'm doing fucking tai chi cause it's just <laughs> me like moving the rack and then pushing the jackets moving the rack pushing the jackets and I do this movement it looks like I'm like boxing a really yeah. short person yeah, 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 but yeah. it's me like getting through the clothes as fast as I can and doing like quick gestalt like view of the clothes like yeah. vintage vintage not vintage not vintage too specific too specific like the material it's like brand brand yeah. no okay colorway okay no not, yeah. it's like yeah. tinder for clothing except you it have really unlimited is. swipes for free <laughs> yeah you don't have to pay for your swipes yeah so my suggestion is get a girlfriend so you can stop swiping on tinder and go to your exactly. local thrift shop so you can start swiping on jackets exactly exactly and what's even interesting actually let's just get to your uh, yeah. find of the week <clears throat> well this isn't this is a personal find of the week I have another that's one. even a better thing about thrifting you get to keep okay, the best fucking fire peak in my oh guy. sorry you I, I, this, 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 this is why I'm gonna so need exciting. you to keep it a fist away from the mic <laughs> Here's the here's the best part about thrifting. What they not won't o- tell you. Not only do you get clothes for fucking cheap, you get to keep the best stuff that you find. <sighs> Even if you don't want to sell it, maybe you do down oh the road. Hey, you can you can still wear it too. You can and wear then just the shit sell out of it because my everything's guy. already pre-owned and pre-worn. You got it. It's just broken they in for you. Farted in the pants. <laughs> That's, that was a bit. That was a bit from uh, Paul Rudd. I think he's like, "What you want to buy pants that other people farted in?" <laughs> that's another thing. But okay. no, Good. no. This and honestly, that's more the satisfaction, right? So this. <clears throat> you don't have way, to go clothes shopping anymore, dude. I know, dude. Give up. Give up. Big. We're gonna hold it like this. Okay. So this is a reversible bomber, kind of in the vein of Alpha Industries bombers. That polyester with the engineering pocket right here, with a pencil holder and the zip pocket. It's reversible. It's fucking reversible please check out the video podcast for this it's black on one side and when you reverse it it's what they call emergency orange i like to call it traffic cone orange because that's a little bit more specific and definitely the color that this is but it's a reversible bomber it's super comfy and this is one of the items i decided to keep for myself because you can't tell in the video terrible terrible uh, resolution on this gopro when we when we scale up this podcast, we'll have a specific list of the week cam so mm-hmm. that we can show off the details and stuff. I'm putting that on record, you son of a gun. I'm mm-hmm. talking to you, Gage. Mm-hmm. Um, hold yourself accountable for your uh, actions. Um, this bomber, I just found the brand today. 
because I was holding my hands in my pockets and I found it's um, I Spiewalk, Spywalk or Spiewalk and Sons Inc. Um, they make just like the jacket that I actually, what is my find of the week? I'll jump to that. My find of the week is an intermediate G1 leather. Uh, I always superimpose mine because I never have it because I'm just Funskin constantly shipping stuff out because I'm living deadless. <laughs> um, I, it was a leather, basically it's a leather aviator's jacket. I bought it for 25 sold it for, wait for it, $175, free shipping, by the way. So a little <laughs> bit less than that. But $175 was the listing price. I put it up for 200 got a counter offer, ended up selling it for 175 Dude, waking up to uh, something being sold on your eBay is better than waking up to a blowjob. That's on record. But, because you fucking can't put blowjobs in your bank account. But, this bomber, anyways, I like it. And I finally found the brand, and I looked it up on eBay. And the best part about thrifting and finding cool brands and wearing your shit and being steezed out on, like, pennies to the dollar is not only, first of all, it's cheap because you already covered the cost by flipping, but it's even better because you know how expensive it is, and you know how little you paid for it, and you get to wear it. And it just feels like you're fucking mm-hmm. dressed in coupons, my guy. <laughs> dressed in coupons, <laughs> just yeah. Just fucking flexing in the coupons. But yeah, that was our find of the week. We should just make that a more regular part of the show. Yeah, should probably dedicate time to that, but we'll figure that Definitely. out. That's a post-pod talk. Um, but let's get back to it. Um, anything else you want to touch on about the... huge tangent. Yeah, but yeah, basically I just want to like flip for my life. That's and that's totally yeah. fine. Um, because you you start on one path, but you never really know what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And you know the, the same thing can happen for me. I wake up tomorrow with an epiphany. I was like, damn, maybe I don't want to like design. Well, like maybe I still do, but maybe that we have so much time, dude. I know. We, We're we so really young. Have so much time. Like, how old are you right now? Twenty five. So if Eddie lived another full lifetime, he would only be fifty. And so oh, many people. I, I plan on living to a hundred. That's like my goal. To live to 100. Like, go live to 100. Actually, no, my actual life goal is to live to 103 so that I could say I lived in three centuries. I was oh. born in the 20th century in 1997. If I live to 103, that means I'll die in the year 2100, which means I will have lived in the 20th, the 21st, and the 22nd century. Damn, that's fucking dope. Get your fucking life. People, <laughs> Get your people fucking born after 2000 can't appreciate the three century rule. But I have the card stacked against me, genetically speaking, so. Hopefully, I can just download my consciousness and yeah. be Gucci. Uh, but yeah, live to 100. That's a life goal. You're Put peaking. that on the fucking board. You're peaking. Oh, sorry, but I am definitely peaking. Sorry for those. We're still getting used to the proximity of these microphones. Like, it's ASMR. But yeah, live to 100 for sure. But so yeah, my, my point is, if Eddie doubled his life right now, he could be only 50 and as long as he takes care of his body which you're a fit dude you go to the gym you fucking put in the work and don't eat like a slob you'll be fine and you'll have so many more useful years ahead of you you know and all of this and also the reverse of that think of all the stress and pain and anxiety that you've gone through in your whole life because you didn't start forming like true memories that you can remember now until you're like five so let's just say 20 years of a lifetime you know all of that and now, you know, that's all behind you. Like, that happened like that. But you ha- you can live a whole nother one of those with the knowledge of the ones previous. Yeah. So, like, it's all good from here. We're in a really good fucking spot in our lives. And this feels good to be alive right now. You know, I've been listing off... Actually, yeah, I'll get back to you. you we'll come back to me. I haven't talked too much. That's cool. That's cool. I actually forgot what I was talking about. Okay, so anyways, but at the end of the day, after I'm done brushing my teeth, when I'm in the shower, I start to do this thing now because I've been so fucking neurotic and stressed, but I'm trying to trying to be I'm trying to be too blessed to be stressed. You know, because I realized everyone can complain about their lives and fucking what's going wrong, but being with my buddy Eddie, recording a podcast, having something to look forward to, having thrifts, feeling like you know, I used to not dress up because I didn't want to spend money in the wrong direction. I always was made fun of for like dressing like shit. But now I can dress like shit and say that I'm still profiting off of it. So fuck you guys and fuck <laughs> everyone who says I can't match. I don't yeah. care. Because now I can buy whatever I want and know that it's covered. And it feels so good and that's what I want. And if I I so anyways, I started listing off the things I'm grateful for. I call it my gratitudes. I know that's might sound lofty, but fuck you anyways. Now when I'm in the shower, I do in this like sing songy voice like 
and Eddie's in my Eddie's in my gratitudes every night, and this podcast is in my gratitudes every night. And I started off like this: I'm like, I'm thankful for my health. I'm thankful for my teeth. I'm thankful for my girlfriend. I'm thankful for Eddie. I'm thankful for this podcast. And it's very stream of consciousness. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to be thankful for the next time, but I keep going like that until I run out of things, and then I turn the water off and go to bed. Fucking end your day. Like that's why prayers. I wish I had fucking prayed when I was a little kid, because then I'd have this habit built up. You don't have to believe in anything. You don't have to believe in God or Yahweh or Muhammad or whatever. Now we're getting to monetize because I said Muhammad. But just fucking think as hard as you can. You might your life might be fucked right now, but just think about the one or two things that you're grateful for. If you have a friend that you can talk to for an hour and make a career out of it. If you have a girlfriend, you know, even if you like your parents. Some people have those. Um, you can just fucking think about what you're grateful for so that you can wake up the next day like, okay, I have that in my life. I don't have to worry. But, you know, give yourself some some joy on the back burner at least. You know, to say my life might be going to shit, but at least I have my blank. I'm grateful for my blank. Do it however you want, but think about the things that you have because that gives you the base to build off everything else. You know, because, I mean, I felt like I was in a real fucking dump but when I heard, like, you know... That's why the talk of privilege really pisses me off. Because it's putting that. that on other people. That's saying... that That's someone telling you that your life is good. And to anybody, if I were to tell anybody, like, Oh, you're so lucky you have this. And, and in, a, in an offensive way. Not like a... Oh, man, you're so lucky you have, you know, a beautiful wife and great kids, whatever. Not that way. I mean, when people try to devalue your bad experiences by somehow convincing you that you only have good experiences... But I want to take the flip of that and just take the proactive approach to think about what you're privileged about. And I don't mean that in the way of, like, the political privilege or whatever. I just mean, like, think about what makes your life good. Because there is so much good, you just have to fucking recognize it. Because if you constantly stay in your head about what's bad, what's negative, it can be helpful for your growth. Like, I don't like this, I can move away from that. But if you put it in a definitive frame, saying this is what's bad and this will shall remain what is bad, you're just going to fucking stay there. Because that's all you're looking at all day. You're just looking into the Definitely. abyss. Yeah. Like, look for it's it. It's even my neurotic head, even if I was fucking destitute and poor, you know, I might be look back on my life like, oh, my God, I fucking hated when I was 21. I fucking hated like I, I wish I want to look back on the long view of the history of my life and say where I was was shit. But while I'm here right now, I might as well be grateful that I'm still fucking alive. True. That was really well put. Yeah. It, it's, ugh, damn, dude. That's crazy. That was a good rant. <clears throat> Definitely a fucking sizzler reel. <laughs> sizzler reel. <laughs> Definitely going up on the clips page. Yeah. But yeah. And, and I felt that coming along, too, when I turned... 25 or actually just the end of 2018 there was definitely a, a shift i was feeling because i started to ask myself a lot more questions mm. you know when you're asking yourself why 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 um and instead of just like kind of wallowing in just the whys you know you you start to go out and find those answers for yourself mm -hmm. so for me like my my first biggest why is like why are rich people like rich how do they stay rich mm. <clears throat> sounds like so, a book that someone might have written <laughs> so i i literally started to go on youtube and google and i was like how you know how like i like what my, that, that was my first pre preliminary question is like how do rich people stay rich and so that diversion to okay well they stay rich because they don't have one source of income mm -hmm. and if you have m multiple sources of income then not only do you exponentially like increase how much you make a year mm -hmm. but if one system fails you have all these other systems to fall back on yeah. that's like when people fucking freak out when they don't work enough hours at work and they're like oh shit like i don't, I don't have enough money for like the week like this is not gonna fit in the budget and blah 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 yeah. but say if that was just one out of your four sources of income like oh okay i have a little less money this week so you know just just going to you know kind of like shifting paradigms from i'm poor i'm broke i don't have money to do any of this to i am broke but now i'm going to start developing skills and bringing tools to my disposal to start building wealth and you know really kind of catapulting myself into a better life into a better mindset um there, there's a good quote i've been hearing around um the reason why the rich are rich is because they live like they're poor 
Mm. And the reason why the poor people are poor is because they live like they're rich. And so I see what you're saying. Yeah. So it's all about the prior, like to free frame what Eddie said, and we've talked about this before off the podcast, but um, how people prioritize what they need to spend their wealth into. Mm-hmm. So rich people who stay rich know that they need to pay it into the essentials. Yeah. You know, staying, living where you are, making sure you have, you know, your food and everything like that. Yeah. Yada, yada. Whereas some other people blow it on fucking customized jewelry that has no retail value. <laughs> yeah, retail exactly. Value. J- Jim Rohn puts a really good, puts that, that perspective in a really good view. Um, and he essentially talks about it in the philosophy. So the philosophy of the poor is the poor people spend their money and then invest what's left and the rich people invest their money and then spend what's left. Yeah, here's the cheat code to life. If you can get about like a couple tens of thousands of dollars in one place at one time into like a very diversified investment portfolio, <clears throat> You can kind of just let that shit ride. Mutual funds. Keep you alive. Mutual funds. Forever. Yep. You know? And if, if you want to secure a... your, your retirement and your old age future, Roth IRA, um, RSA, Roth RSA, or ISA. It's one of those two. Can we just sponsored like... by, like, Fidelity? <laughs> hey, I, I have a Fidelity account, too. I have a Fidelity account, too. You hear that, Fidelity? Yeah. Hashtag I, Fidelity. I have uh, Fidelity stocks USA. in a certain... Um, <laughs> coffee chain roastery yeah now apparently no but you know it's not that hard once you get a certain amount of wealth like you have to grind for it but once you get a certain amount of wealth you kind of just put that on the burner and it Mm -hmm. just keeps you going yeah because that investment will grow to a certain point where you can keep reinvesting and as long as you don't fuck up and like have any dumb drug addict kids who like waste (laughs) all your fortune then you're good yeah i just i'm just trying to think of like all the fortunes that are blown and like squandered But here's let, let's get back to the center yeah, of it. Sorry. You know, for for me, for example, if I wanted to get out of where I am right now, which is being poor and not having a lot of money, then I have to start changing my mindset, and I also have to start changing what I'm doing in my life to start getting away from the dark and going into the light. You know, get you you got to get from point A to point point b somehow and if you're just gonna sit there and wallow all the time about mm-hmm. how much your life sucks and not being able to do it then a uh, fun fact you're gonna stay right there because you're you're not doing anything for yourself you know just beating yourself up and <clears throat> just saying just pointing the finger at other people too just saying you're the reason why i'm not winning no you're the reason why you are not winning so like stop fucking pointing yourself like stop you know you know that saying is like oh you're one po- one finger is pointing pointing at a person but like we are pointing back at you like that that's really fucking true For right sure. you got to get your you know your head out of your ass you really got to fucking you know get put your head in the game. two asses yeah and and just like get at it man like there there's just so many there's so much opportunity and like we've been you know repeating opportunity quite a bit in the last few podcasts sure. but it's out there and it doesn't have to be what everybody else is doing it can be your own path and another thing that i I've figured out too is <clears throat> Jim Rohn again going right back to him he talks about financial independence and he for when he first talked about you know quote unquote being rich he didn't like using the word being rich because that kind of like what are what are the parameters for like being rich yeah. you, like you have to make X amount so Instead, he uses financial independence. Mm. Now, financial independence can be catered specifically to what you want, yes. right? That and that all, of course, entails like you not being in debt, you having um, a steady flow of income that supports all your needs and like gives you a little bit extra. And you know that you don't have to make a hundred thousand dollars a year, a million dollars a year, to feel accomplished or happy. You get to pick what you feel accomplished for mm. and, and what's most important too is not giving a shit about what other people think about you because at the end of the day you can be like a saint and fucking be mother Teresa, and like people are still going to be like trying to shit on you but the point is that you can't be holding yourself back on the words and the opinions of other people i fucking agree except the people that you fucking really, really love. Like, I really appreciate the shit out of Eddie's feedback. And uh, 
advice and, you know, surrounding yourself with the people that are going to tell you you're doing shit wrong. Like, mm-hmm. my little brother, before we started the podcast, texted me and told me that my second Instagram doesn't have a proper URL in the in the bio. And I felt like a 47-year-old man. I was like, I don't know how to- Instagram works. And I'm still in my 20s. I feel I'm so old. But, fuck yeah, Eddie. Like, Eddie's probably one of my best friends on this fucking planet. Yeah. And no, likewise. Because we agree. also have shit to do together. Like, we have a commonality. And it feels so good to be able to share my excitement with another person. This podcast is pretty much us gushing over the weeks, uh, you know, what's happened over the week between the two of us, and we're all in baseball, you know? I don't have to fucking explain what flipping is to Eddie, because he's already there. He already knows what's good. Mm-hmm. So I can just dish out this weird, like, we're, it almost sounds like we're sp- speaking another language, you know? Yeah. When, when we're around other people, they're like, they almost kind of get a little jealous. And I don't mean to project on the people, but I, I think they get upset that they it. don't know what. I, don't, I think the, the well, okay. Let me let me severely backpedal my statement. Yeah, I've noticed a lot of scoffing and like kind of like uh, like oh, you guys talking about your flipping again? Yeah, you know, yeah, I people, feel like people get annoyed with that. Does the same as when people hear us talking about podcasting and what we have to do yeah. and like all the podcasters that we listen to like yeah people get annoyed with it but at the same time this is things that like we genuinely like and like to talk about yeah. and so it was really nice to know that I can go to Gage and be like yo dude like did, did you listen to this episode or like oh I just found a new podcast that I'm like really binging yeah. on right now or you know we can talk about the flips that we find you know and I know for a fact that even though we do kind of beat it, you know, we're beating a dead horse to other people and it can be super annoying. Like we're finding something that we're passionate about. And on top of that, that is like kind of like uplifting our spirits mm-hmm. and really like in our bank accounts <laughs> in our bank accounts. Trying to scoop the bag on this podcast. My and, guy. <laughs> and it's just, you know, you just got to find your niche, just find your niche, find the people who are also in it and just, kind of delve in that because trust me when i say it you can talk about these kind of things for hours like when i go to anime boston or kind of whatever convention yeah, i like Weep to Con. go to yeah any weep con <laughs> like those are people who are in to anime and manga Fuck yeah. and like i can talk about that non-stop all day we can have debates discussions arguments mm-hmm. about what's good what's not and like at the end of the day we're all going to be happy because mm-hmm. that's what everybody's there for is yeah. to be like fucking it feels so good to be accepted and when, <clears throat> it when does. you know you can don't have to explain yourself and you can just keep your momentum and talk about shit freehand you know and that's why I hope this podcast finds the I guess there's no right person to find this podcast but I hope this podcast I, I hope somebody like hears this and whether you like us or not you know you, you get something out of it yeah like I hope that you were scratching an itch that you're not getting somewhere else in your life that you have your fucking two boys to come to to hear about their flips and finds and that kind of gets your you know tickles your your jimmies that they, you know it gets it gets your goat man because it gets jimmies. if i was just listening to a podcast about guys flipping stuff like i'd be excited too because you know that's the difference between like the jealousy and like enjoyment is I, this might be a weird take on something but the way i see it is it's like I wouldn't be jealous that someone's flipping a lot better than I am. It would be like, oh, they're doing the thing that I'm doing, and then you learn from them. Mm-hmm. Like, Eddie has a channel that he follows. I don't know if you want to shout it out on the pod. Oh, Rally Roots. Yeah. yeah shout out to Ryan and Allie and Callie. You know, they're they're awesome. You should they're fucking great. DM them this, this podcast. Hopefully I will. I definitely will. Because they, I've been binging them for weeks on end, and I've been learning so much more about you know retail arbitrage and flipping yeah. and they're the reason why like i'm looking at certain brands right now mm. and i'm finally finding them at thrift stores yep. so yeah definitely i'll, I'll give them a shout is, out like you you know you're not jealous of them you appreciate they're no. making their content because when they make their content they're doing their best life they're living their best life and you're also on their track you might be behind them but you're like i'll get there i'll get i'll fucking get there you see it's when you're sitting on the sidelines <clears throat> in the bleachers and not moving in any direction that you become jealous that someone's running the track because like then you're like fuck i wish i could you know get up and run with them yeah. but it's like just fucking do i don't know it's, it's a weird take but i don't see it as people like just to get back to rally roots yeah when I see, you know, because they're they're running a six-figure thrifting operation. That's a lot of bags to scoop up. They're, yeah, so think about it that way. Yeah. And 
when I see their operations and like how much stuff they're bringing in and the inventory, like I'm yeah. not jealous. I'm like, damn, like they're so fucking lucky. Like, why do they get all that mm, stuff? Lucky. Like everyone says, lucky. Yeah. They're so lucky. They're so privileged that they get to be there. But the way I'm thinking about it is like, if they can do it, now I know anyone I can, can do it. Fucking do it, man. They're just doing. They the instructions are out there. It's yeah. not hard. Just listen to what episode did we explain it on? Episode like nine, eight, the one where For we what? just did flipping. I'll, oh, about uh, just flipping on yeah, the regular? all the stuff flipping. Like, we put it out there in a podcast. Mm-hmm. And that's with our knowledge. So it's like, <laughs> that's how fucking we I, got here. Yeah, I I, I, had, I I like to introspectively think a lot and, you know, okay. just kind of break things down in my head in the best ways I can think yeah. about it. So, say a, a friend of hers from work, right? She just went to a... Um, uh, now I don't want to say convention. It's just um, an open mic, essentially. Okay. No, I'll I'm let saying you take, that wrong. I'll let you take the ropes on the side back so you know who we're talking about. Fuck. It's like. Um, Can we fuck. give you a letter? <laughs> a letter. Um, no. Well, she she went to this thing for real estate. I like kind of. Okay. Now I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. So, what, what do you call that? Uh, a lecture. Uh, yeah, essentially. Seminar. Seminar. Boom. There we go. So she went to Two a seminar learning <laughs> learning about um, how to start uh, buying real estate and making a profit off of Mind it. Mind you, she's still in college. So let's just give context. She's, like She's, she's talking about buying property in probably one of the most expensive cities. I guess all cities are expensive, except San, you know, San Francisco is obviously super expensive. Oh, yeah, but Boston. But her Boston. aspirations <laughs> are bigger than, than where she is, and that's okay. And she's going to the seminar. Yeah. Learning but about real she, estate. she went to the seminar, right? So say 100 people went to that seminar. Yeah. Okay? Not all 100 of those people are going to actually start doing what that seminar was entailed mm-hmm. to do, right? So 100 people go. Let's say 25 people actually try to start doing something. Yeah. Okay? Out of those 25 people, about... 10 of them actually get a good grip of what's going on. Okay. And out of those 10 people, maybe three of those people are going to be exceptionally well at doing it. And okay. out of one of those, only one of them will be a blank of the quarter. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and so you got to think about it this way, right? Yeah. So, you know, we're in the information age and we're learning about so much and everybody can learn about whatever you're doing. But when you, when you really get down to the nitty gritty of it, only a few people are going to be exceptionally good at it. Mm. And, you know, and, I, like I'm not gonna like blow up my own clout about flipping because I'm just I starting will. out. <laughs> I will. But Eddie's fucking great at flipping. I'm proud I, of you, bud. Thank you, and I really appreciate it. But <clears throat> you know, it maybe sooner or later I'll hit my cap, right? But I'm not gonna get mad because you know that's that's the best that I know about you my ability. You bro. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that just goes to show that you know, if you, even if it's available for everybody to learn and do. Not everybody's going to be able to do it, and not everybody's going to be able to do it as good as you or the next person. Yeah, there so was just a, give it a fucking try. There was a podcast I was listening to, and they were talking about somebody took a trip to Peru, and they found well, there's this like very historical monument. I don't know the exact name, but at the center of one of the walls on the palace, the the engineering from the Incas was so accurate, was so astute that you couldn't fit a piece of paper couldn't put a razor blade between these stones that they laid and when you think stone laying you think maybe like bricks like perfect rectangles stacked one on top of the other on top of the other a metric a unit you know it's pretty easy to measure out your house but now imagine they don't have those metrics and they have to just lay organic stone to make a straight wall because they still want that nice geometry at the center of one of these walls is probably one of the most like unique shaped stones that they have now they had very very primitive technology to shape these rocks but this rock has 12 angles in it it's some wonky ass shaped rock at the center of this wall because the incas were so good at engineering they believed that no stone is too unique to not have some place somewhere in that wall a wall that was built for royalty so getting back to eddie's point whatever the fuck you want to do you know, uh, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk likes to bring up the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles model. If you fucking love Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, become that expert in that. Now, this person we're talking about, a lot of people like real estate. It's a pretty common fascination, but only some people will be so obsessed with it that they will go to the edges of their intellectual capability to press themselves and make themselves the best version to do that thing. 
So we like to think of ourselves doing that for flipping, you know, and we see certain obstacles in the way. And to liberate us from those obstacles, we need to scale and take risks on the obsession, you know. Podcasting is fun. We love to podcast. We love to fucking talk to a camera. And I like to sit down and edit it. And we like to have our conversations. This is chewing into time we could be using for other shit. But it is worth it. Because we mm. find worth in it. That's mm. why we bought these fucking microphones. That's just why. invest in yourself. Yeah, just invest in yourself. We're going back to the very first thing we talked about. Because it might fucking blow up in your face. But that's why we save our money and we do our financial baby steps. <laughs> yeah. Financial freedom ensures that you can do whatever the fuck you want and still fall on your ass. Everyone can laugh at you. You're like, okay, I still fell on my ass. I didn't fall into like a pit of alligators. Like I'm safe. Sure. I'm good. I can sure. stand back up, go in another direction and see where that takes me. What's that saying? Um, we, is like, we avoid pain and... Oh, it's I'm putting it in a really bad. Yeah, but I mean, but it's it's like um, as humans, we're designed to avoid pain. We are and seek you know safety, and that this us doing thrifting, us doing podcasting, this is like going towards pain because mm-hmm. like this is you know for both of these, we're we're in the beginning stages of it. And so we're we're new, we're rookies. So like we really have to show our worth, and we really have to show our value and what we can bring into both a market and a platform. For sure, I'm even just off this podcast. I'm considering calling up my second job and changing my availability, so I have more time to thrift. Yeah, because they're already cutting my hours. So fuck them. No, genuinely. <laughs> yeah, it's no, like I definitely. Understand. I look at my schedule. They're cutting so many hours into my life, and they're trying to shave so many fucking minutes off of the time I have to spend there and, and time they have to pay for me. If they, don't You know what? What Oprah herself said, Oprah Winfrey, go where you're celebrated, not where you're tolerated. So Boom. if you're going to cut my hours, fuck you, I'm cutting my hours. <laughs> and I will be scheduled for a very specific, very reachable time of my week and all the rest of my time I'm going to be paying towards that obsession because I just... The instability, whatever, like, if I could just spend all day thrifting to find shit and typing it, even just typing in values from my receipts into an excel spreadsheet gets some kind of excitement inside me because when i'm sitting down doing my business ass receipt accounting (laughs) it's just numbers on a piece of paper that i put into an excel spreadsheet but it like makes me feel like there's a purpose to it there's a ritual there's like definitely there's a it's tangible you know and it's something that i can hold on to and look at and i'm looking at my excel spreadsheet like i bought that with the intention of selling it and this is how i think it's gonna go it's i think we can just keep circling back to the same point yeah we do <laughs> but it's so fun it's just yeah. it's get to thrifting or fucking stop you bitching <laughs> exactly but uh, just find something that you want to do yeah. that's going to make you money and that's going to make you happy while you do it that's you know? the most important part make sure it makes you money yeah again going back to jim Rohn. I, I, going back to jim Rohn. if you do not listen to jim Rohn, honestly i think you're going to be missing a big portion of life. jim Rohn, jim j-i-m Rohn r-o-h-n you can find any of his uh videos on youtube a lot of them are just audio clips they're really not like actual videos of him but he um oh shoot i i almost forgot what i was gonna say fuck listen to jim Rohn, oh, save your money um be financially he, liberated he, when his mentor um was telling him to like start writing goals down mm. his mentor was like jim you know you should write a goal down to be uh, a millionaire it'd be really nice and Jim was like, oh, okay, yeah. But then his mentor was like, but when you make that million dollars, it won't be about the million dollars. And then Jim was like, what? what? Like, why? And then his, um, his mentor was like, no, seriously. Like, like, the money won't matter. You can just give it all away. And the reason why is because it's not about... <laughs> making that million dollars is about what you become to make that million dollars it's deep as fuck yeah bro. dude alright I had a story uh, for this pod but I'm gonna save it for next episode cause this oh, has been oh, wow going. we never even got to this shoot yeah this one's been going on for quite a bit so yeah. not that that's bad it's just I realized that people can only sit and listen for so long before <laughs> they get tired ramble. of fucking <laughs> ramble all the fucking time yeah 
trust us, people. We're tightening up. Look, we didn't even have topics on the first on the first episode, and we didn't. Yeah. We're already we made through all of them. So I had a story, but I'll save it for next pod. Aw, don't worry, guys. It's okay. You can come back next week. You know, leave them wanting more. Um, but yeah, let's close it off. Any final thoughts before we move on to our our closing segment of recommendations? No. All right. Well, then what we're going to end today's podcast with is our ritual recommendations. Eddie, take it away with book recommendation. Uh, so my book recommendation for the week is Find Your Why by Simon Sinek. And he goes into how to find what makes your life and what makes your career so meaningful and finding yourself an actual place where you can have that deep feeling of accomplishment you know finding your why like is as simple as it gets it's a very good book my movie recommendation of the week this might be a little uh um obvious for our time right now whenever you listen to the logo movie again (laughs) and the best movie goes to lego movie 2 the second part no uh roma by alfonso cuaron it is a spanish language film in black and white in 2019 i know crazy but it's on netflix check it out it's uh alfonso cuaron known to make uh he what i just recently found out directed prisoner of azkaban that's oh. weird. He's known the for the best long- Harry Potter movie out there. I, well, and I wonder why, because Alfonso <laughs> Cuarón made it. Yeah. But he made uh, *Children of Men*, uh, also a good movie. *Y tu mamá también*, which was one of his earlier Spanish films. Um, but yeah, which is probably the I think *Children of Men*. I, I'm blanking on his other movies, but *Roma*. I, to be honest, I'm recommending the movie even though I'm halfway through it. <laughs> Because that's how much of a recommendation. You sound like a fucking game critic who (laughs) wants to put his freaking review before he finishes the game. I haven't finished the movie, but with what half I've watched already, it's amazing. I've heard great things. It's like four and a half stars on Netflix. Fucking check it out, my guy. Alfonso Cuarón, great artist, visionary, black and white, sexy as fuck. But uh, yeah, Roma, check it out. Check out. And what was your recommendation again? Uh, Find your why by Simon Sinek. All right, well, that's all for us. I think we've rambled enough, got heated enough, gave us enough material for clips. But until next time, this is Gage signing off. This is Eddie signing off. And this has been Two Boys Podcast. Boom.